We live on a flat earth in an infinite cosmos. We lie on the back of a turtle in the hands of a giant. Welcome to the Round Earthers Society. Welcome to the Round Earthers Society. Today's topic is my penis. Again? Again. This is the third episode. There's a lot to talk about. <laughs> is this our new thing? <laughs> is our new thing all about your penis? Well, everything's about my penis. Do you have in your headphones? No. Zach, remember what happened last time we didn't have headphones? I'll put one headphone in. One headphone in. I, I know that it doesn't. you don't look as cool with it. No. I'm just saying, if there's any... Oh, yeah, because sometimes my phone... Sometimes my phone fucks us up. Where's Are you even picking phone? me up? Are you definitely picking me up? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm positive. Oh, God. That, thank God. Because I don't... I definitely want my voice, even if there's no you. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd almost be more entertaining. Yeah, just just with one person? Just with one person. Am I talking too loud over here? Am I good? No, you're you're perfect in thank every you. way. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. So how was your week, Zach? It was pretty good. You ditched me last weekend. I ditched you because I went on a fishing trip. Why'd you do that? Um, Because I'm fucking lame. Why do you like to do fishing? I love fishing. It's the best thing ever. Why? It's very relaxing. I like being out in nature. Being. Does that have something to do with your childhood? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just messing around. That's not really a segue. Uh, no, that's not a segue. That's not a segue. How was your week? It's fine. It was just fine. fine. Yeah. It was it's just fine. fine. It's fine. Uh, the weekend was better. Why was the weekend better? I got to spend some time with my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask, how's the new it's going, GF? How's that it's going? going very well. It's going very well? Yep. We got the kids together on Sunday. How'd that go? It went really well. Wow. Really well. That's great. Mm-hmm. We're moving in next week. No, that's <laughs> not true. That's not true. We already moved in. <laughs> oh, good. Good no, idea. That's not true either. No, that's a safe bet. I think so. I well, think... how long have you guys been together? Like a day or two. Like a day no, or two? No, like we're over a month. Over a month? So, over a month. Yeah, it's about move-in time. Over, well, at least over a month since we've been talking. So, yeah, probably about right. That's good. Yep, going on two months. So about two weeks in, you say I love you. Yeah, that's then what you do. A month in, you're I think, moving in. Yeah, I think I think two months is marriage. Two months is marriage. Should I need to ask her? <laughs> Have you gotten a ring yet? <laughs> oh shit! I should probably <laughs> buy the ring first. I should probably buy the ring first. Well, that's maybe not... do like a ring pop or something like that, just in case she says no. That's true. Just just in case. Just in case. I don't want to hit. You know, you can't just hedge your bets, right? No, you absolutely <laughs> can't hedge your bets. It's not worth spending a thousand dollars on a ring. No, like her, you know, obviously that part's not a serious conversation. But I actually do have a ring, though. Not for that. I like. You know, I have my mom's ring. Oh, I have so, my mom's ring. So when you propose, I'd have my mom's ring. You'd have your mom's ring. My mom's old ring. Not as like a wedding ring, but like as an engagement ring. As an engagement. You know? That's nice. You do that stuff? Does your no. family do stuff like that? Uh, I don't know if my parents have a ring for me. I It hasn't come up yet, so I'm well, guessing they, not. It's probably because they don't assume you're going to get married. Oh, <laughs> that's painful. I'm sorry. I should have said that. I said it too seriously. Getting Actually, getting married is one of my life goals. It's pretty... I really want to get married. At some point. When are you going to do that? 
I don't know. I'd like to. I'd like to get married uh, like right around or slightly before thirty. That's not bad. I between mean, between, let's say, twenty six and thirty. That's not bad. I think that's. I all think. Right. I, I think, think that's, that's a good age. Yeah. I, that. Yeah. That should be. I think that's pretty decent. Yeah. But, anyways. So when you get married. I don't know. I, I w- have to find a lady first. I would suggest friend. finding the right person first. Or don't just marry anyone. Let me throw out an alternative suggestion. Okay. What do you got? I could settle. <laughs> you, could, you could settle for someone who has a lot of issues. Someone more conventional. Someone, oh, more someone, issues. More issues. Someone that I could just deal with. <laughs> settle with someone. I don't understand the reasoning behind this. Well, so you have to. So they have a bunch of issues that you have to deal with. Tons of them. What's the What's the upside? <laughs> the upside is I have someone else's problems to focus on, and then mine will bury themselves deep. Deep, deep down, <laughs> and I won't address them, and it'll so, be fine. So, if you get someone who's really fucked up, you'll forget about your issues and be able to help them more. Bingo! <laughs> you hit You're the nail on the head. You're probably being serious about that. No, I like. You said something similar to that before. I like fucked up girls, but why? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not saying. Hey, don't date someone who's. I don't know if I should use the word unstable, but I, I guess it depends on how fucked up you mean. I, I mean, because it hasn't it hasn't panned out for you so far. Yeah, I dated a girl who was schizophrenic once. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. But wait, wait, I didn't know that at the time, but looking back, she was definitely schizophrenic. <laughs> now, is this a girl that you had sex with? Yes. No, but wait a minute. You told me before you only had sex with one girl that that wasn't dating someone. Okay, else. I had sex with her. We were not dating at the time. She was dating someone else, oh. and then we dated See, later. There's, there's so many different there's so many different parameters that I don't understand. Like I need you to fill out like a flow chart for me, a flow chart or, or a Venn diagram, so you can yeah, Venn diagram would probably be better, right? With all the circles, that's with all the circles, right? And then you can show me where these all overlap, and all the girls that are in like the we weren't dating and the we were dating, and then the ones crossed over like where. You know, you you were sleeping with them, but they were dating someone else. I think I think that <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the only one that I ended up dating. Oh, and we only dated for like a week. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying shy away from people who have like. Well, I should have. I should have. I solidly should have shied away from that. That was a whole thing. Did she go crazy? That's a girl. I don't know if I should talk about my maybe baby anymore, but oh, that's that one. That's that one. Oh God. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> oh, that's interesting. <laughs> and now, and now she has two kids. Now she has two kids. Yeah, and this... she's my age. Do you guys talk? No, God no. Okay. No, that blew up in a ball of just. Does a kid look like you? Don't answer that I, question. But maybe we should just I, leave us alone because I don't I, want you to feel bad. This is will not hold up in court, but yeah. The baby looks like me. How old? <laughs> Three. Hmm. You gonna look into that? Well, I, me and my friend did the math, and the timelines don't completely add up. So I think I think it's okay. <laughs> I think it's all right. But you're shitty at math. Yeah, but if. And plus, you and your buddy were probably high when you were figuring out the time. <laughs> you'd be uh, like, dude, that would've been like eleven months. Well. <laughs> As long as as long as no one finds out, 
I will not get involved. Is it? Does that make me a what, shitty person? What does person? that mean? What, if, if no one finds out, but but she would know. Well, I mean, she she, she girl, was having sex with her boyfriend at the time too. Wow. So it. So you're almost off the hook then. I yeah. Unless there's a <laughs> DNA test involved. Is, is she from our same our same city? Yeah. So she's in this city. She's in this city. You potentially have a child in the city. Potentially, I do. <laughs> Maybe this is something you should look into just to make sure. No, I don't see. Okay, here's the thing. I'm gonna be real. Be. Are you gonna? Do you need to be real? If 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 it is my child. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't say this. Our I audience already hates you. Uh, all right. <laughs> our, our audience hates you. The whole point of this, people contact me all the time, and they're just like, "Hey, can you help Zach?" And I'm, I'm like, "I'm trying. I'm trying to help him be a better person." I'm not. I don't feel like I'm morally corrupt. And they say, "Try harder." Try harder. They tell me to try harder. I'm not morally corrupt. I don't think I generally lead a fairly moral life. Now, in that department, perhaps I could be a little better. Uh huh. With. Not with women in general, because I'm not shitty to women, but I do tend to cuck myself. Define what you mean by cuck in this in this sense. Meaning I'm a cuck, and I know it, and I don't care. Okay, so what do you plan on doing about that? What were you gonna, so? What were you going to say about if you knew the kid was yours? If I knew the kid was mine, yeah. But the other guy did not know. Thought the kid was his. Does the guy think it's his right now? Yeah. So that guy's raising. Well, the kid. it probably it, okay. It probably is his kid. This is a very low chance that it was that it's my child. What if it wasn't? What if it was a high chance? If it was a high chance, hypothetically. Yeah. Um, or you were pretty sure, but some other guy was still raising the kid already, and you already knew that. I think I think I'd do the morally wrong thing. In that scenario. Actually, I don't know if that would be morally wrong in that scenario. Um, I think it would be more damaging. How about this? How about this? So if there was no other guy involved, you were fairly certain it was yours. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was just raising the kid by herself. If she contacted me and yeah. was like, hey. This is, hey, I have your baby. Hey, I got your birthday present. It's a kid. It's this kid. It's this three-year-old little cunt. And <laughs> oh, come on, why would you say that about a three-year-old? And, and they're terribly. They misbehave. I've done a poor job raising it so far. Now, uh, I'd probably be like, I'd just be like, what? What do you want me? What do you want from me? What do you want me to do? Do you want me to like take the little tyke out to? throw a ball around like <laughs> what are you what are you, you looking have, for do you have a paternal instinct or no um i tend to dad people actually pretty hard what about kids i fucking can't kids don't like me is it because you're an asshole no it's because <laughs> i can't relate to them i treat them like adults some kids like that some kids what are you talking about you talking about like a three-year-old yeah You'll treat a three-year-old like an adult. I don't know. I don't know if I treat a three-year-old like an adult. I try and remain separate from three-year-olds. Are you afraid of having kids? I don't know if I'm afraid of having kids. I think if it was my kid, I'd be okay. But I really... It's not that I, it's not that I inherently don't like children. 
They just bother me. I'm always very skeptical when I, or I'm always maybe the skeptical is not the right word. When people tell me they don't like kids, I always question those people. I'm like, <laughs> you know, like because I'm I'm very curious about people who wouldn't like kids. I wouldn't say I don't like kids. That's not mm-hmm. necessarily. I like I'm trying to read a you. specific set. You only like good kids. See, this is why I want to be godfather to one of your children, but I want to pick. So you want you want the best children. I want I want only the top tier, top shelf. Well, children. you don't want anybody. No, I'm just kidding. Mm. I'm just kidding. Honestly, if I was gonna, if I decided I wanted a kid, I'd probably go purchase a little black or Asian baby. Why? Well, there are a bunch of kids out there who need. Okay, so that's that's the reason you weren't gonna do your little. I think before you were like. Well, they're cheaper or something like that. They, th- you're not wrong. They're cheaper than little so, white babies. So your point but, was is that you were just trying to help people that were that were less fortunate. So, yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely uh, adopt a kid before I had my own. You would rather adopt a child than have your own. I think it's. I think you're young. You're young. I think it's. So I think it's morally uh, better all around. Well, it's not. I don't say it's morally better. Well, we have to, overpopulation. If we've that's got real. we've got we have overpopulation in some areas. We've got all these kids that are just chilling, you know, in these horrible conditions. Sure. So it's like if you have the opportunity, or you have the desire to have it. No, I'm I'm you pro. Know, you I'm know? definitely pro adoption. So, yeah. Um, I just don't know. Like in terms of like, if you put like a value judgment on it, which one would be better? I mean, I think I'm not shaming people good. for having children. Sounds like you are. I'm just saying. If I wish they, I could have a couple if, more just to, I'm just, just saying, to really piss you I'm off. I'm just saying if they were morally good people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I got what you were saying. I got what you were saying. It didn't bother me. No. Um. Yeah. I, I don't know if I, I – I probably will have kids. I don't know if I – but also I'm 21. I don't know. I yeah. don't fucking know. I mean, you don't know anything yet. I don't know anything. Plus, I mean, you're a young 21. Let's be yeah. honest here. Well, I'll just get. I'll, I was an old twenty-one. You're a young yeah. twenty-one. Was I twenty-one when we did the last podcast? I don't know. I don't think so. Happy birthday to me. Yeah, we, we've hadn't right. No. Happy birthday to you, Zach. Yeah, I turned twenty-one. I brought you a quarter of my Quick Trip tea. Don't, I don't <laughs> don't drink it all in one place. <laughs> I uh, I my birthday was on a Monday. And me and my friend went to a bar, and there were six people in the bar, including the bartender. What bar did you go to? Uh, the one right, it's right across the street here. It just has a big sign that says bar. Oh, that place? Yeah. The place downtown? In old downtown, yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Why would you go there? I don't know. We were driving by it. I didn't really want to go to a bar at all. You go to a strip club, too? I I can go to strip clubs in Missouri. Oh, that's true because I've been, juice bars. I got it. Okay, this is actually a good story. I'm going to tell you about the first time I went to a strip club. Um, I think I was 19, <laughs> and okay, I sh- it was a it was actually a Monday night at about eight o'clock. <laughs> so let's just say we weren't working with the A team. We <laughs> me and my me and my buddy went. And uh, which, uh, what, which one do you want to? I think it's called Bazookas. Bazookas mm-hmm. out in Missouri. Yeah. 
uh, I think I I think I actually been there like maybe like ten years ago. One time, my buddy. I don't. Like, hey, let's go to this place, and I went with them. It was kind of. Well, I don't like. I, mean, I don't like strip clubs. Strip clubs are dumb. They're so. they're sad places to me. They are. They're dumb. I mean, it's like. It's kind of a joke. It's you funny. walk in sexually frustrated. You leave more sexually frustrated. <laughs> you go home and sadly masturbate. <laughs> What's and and you have what fifty a hundred dollars less, depending on if you're a high roller or not. It just depends on how much you were trying to impress people. It just it depends. But anyway, we go to the strip club Monday night, eight o'clock. We walk in. The only other person in this strip club. Okay, there are obviously the strippers. And then there's a midget. <laughs> Stripper? And, no. Just hmm. a guy. And so it's us and a midget. And we go to the bathroom. And there was a pretty nice looking female on stage. And we're like, hey. We go to the bathroom real quick. Come back. And another lady has taken the stage. Yeah. And I can only... She was a quite large okay african-american woman okay quite large i don't know so you you so you don't so you don't like big girls no that's not really my thing but as soon as she got off stage that midget really liked her okay they went (laughs) to the champagne room immediately anyway my friend had a girlfriend at the time and he got a lap dance from this stripper and she in the middle of it she's like are you having a good time and he was like (laughs) he was like we i took a bunch of drugs before i got here and i just can't get into it i just took i we took were you guys high no we didn't take any drugs he just felt so bad so he made up so he feels so bad because he has a girlfriend yeah but he also felt bad for the stripper so he had to make up some stupid story yeah he should have just said hey i have a girlfriend and i shouldn't have I shouldn't ask. It's not you. You know, that's what he should have just been honest about it. Yeah, probably. But so come that's up with some, like, just complex, what came like, out. Uh, I'm high. <laughs> you know, and we were wearing our matching shirts that say this is what a feminist looks like to the strip club. <laughs> and uh, none of the strippers got it. No, that's, that's, <laughs> that's interesting. I, I'm not sure. Sounds interesting. Sounds funny. It was... It, Sounds funny. Just sounds funny. It sounds humorous. Yeah, no, I mean, I would have laughed <laughs> if I saw you guys in your. This is what a feminist looks like. So what else happened? Like, did some? Is there a story going somewhere? Uh, somehow this guy is sad because he has a girlfriend. He's sad because he has a girlfriend. Okay. And since we were the only people in the room at this point, we sat and talked with all of the strippers for like two hours. And they stopped. They stopped asking us for dances. We were just having nice conversations. I, I, I talked to this one girl for like forty-five minutes, one-on-one, and uh, I was just asking her, uh, asking her about her life because I found it. I, I always wonder how someone comes to this profession because she was older. She was probably twenty-seven or twenty-eight, like mm-hmm. maybe. And uh, she was like a general manager at a Dollar General or something like that. And she was making okay money, but she's like, I make so much more money here. Well, sure. Uh, strippers make bank. Sure. If, if it all depends on what you want to do. And I mean, I don't think it's a good profession for people. I think it, I don't think it's good for them individually. But I, I, well, here's what I would say. 
I think some people can handle it, and I think other people can't. Hmm. You know, I think some people can um, do that and dissociate that sort of behavior professionally, just like porn. I think some people can be in porn and be fine, and then I think some people will eventually, uh, I guess, pay the price for being in porn. Not that, not that I'm shaming that. I'm just saying. You mean the people who actually participate and actually make porn? The people who are the actors in a pornographic film. Well, yeah. I mean, well, what do you? Th- I guess what would you think their life is like? <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, you know when uh, you put a. When you put a price on your body and stuff like that, I think it. I don't know. I I don't. I definitely don't think it's good for pretty much anyone. Um, no, I, they can do what they want. I mean, they certainly have the freedom to do it. But uh, mm-hmm. I I can't imagine. I can't see how that would be good for them. I think a but, lot of times it comes back to bite. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think doing that kind of work. I, I and like I said, I'm not shaming anyone for doing this, because you know, you got everyone's got to hustle. Everyone, well, you I know. Mean, and you know there's a lot of things that happen to people and push people in different directions so i'm sure it's they're probably where they're at for the very reason we're here today we're going to talk about um things that happened in their childhood or just the way their life played out you know i don't think it's somebody i don't think somebody just wakes up one day who's had like a really normal life and just like I think I'm gonna be a stripper, and some people might, but I, so, I'm some just assuming might. that the and a lot of people well. maybe it's people working their way through college, whatever. I think some I think that's I think a lot of people do that. Um, I don't know. Certainly I'm, some. I'm I'm pro stripper if you want to do that, but I would say take caution. <laughs> people hear that from you is funny. <laughs> Why? <laughs> no reason. I'm not, I, what are you? What are you trying I'm not, to say I'm not about suggesting me? Anything about Am you. I? Do I have? I hope that everybody takes that. That it takes your advice. I are are my sexual morals no. generally not Zach, up to par? Zach says be cautious. I Zach says be cautious. If you're gonna go home and be a stripper, <laughs> yeah. Zach says be careful. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! So what? I was going to say something else, and I just I just happened to forget that what I was going to. Oh, I've been listening to some of your Sam Harris bullshit lately. Oh, I love Sam Harris. I know you do. Like, why do you love him so much, though? It, I, you know, it's not that I think he's wrong. I don't. I don't like how he's always monotone, though. I feel the same way about Noam Chomsky. I like Noam Chomsky's stuff too, but he's kind of hard to listen to. I don't. I don't listen to Noam Chomsky. I I know who it is, uh, but I don't listen to a lot of information from him. So. But uh, Harris, I mean, he, he's always talking – most of the stuff that I've heard him talk about in the hour that I listened to him today, mm-hmm. most of it was about uh, technology and potentially it turning evil, you know, and that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, AI and stuff. Yeah. He talks about that a lot. Yeah. Because um, I, I watched him on Joe Rogan, a f- few different pieces on Joe Rogan, and uh, and just some other random random pieces with him in it. I don't know. Like, I'm not – I don't necessarily disagree with anything he's saying. But the way he says it at the same time, and I also heard him like let's talk about Islam a little bit and some different stuff. I can't, I guess I can't remember every piece, but yeah, I don't know. Well, that's how he kind of rose up is his criticism of religion. I mean, that's what he's known for. Yeah, no, I I get that. I get that. I guess I get that on some level. He's he's one of the four horsemen. Yeah, 
Who are the other three? Uh, Richard Dawkins, Christopher Hitchens, who has passed away now, rest in peace, and uh, someone, his last name's Dennett. I can't remember this guy's first name, but it's those guys. Well, I, I know at least two of the of the other three. I love Richard Dawkins, too. I haven't listened to much Richard Dawkins, so it's, it's not my thing. Um, um, Jordan Peterson's greater than all those guys, but I'd Richard, have to listen to Richard him. Dawkins doesn't really do the same thing Sam Harris does. Sam Harris does a lot broader of a lot broader things he he taught a wider range of topics mm. so he gets more into the political side richard dawkins is pretty uh religiously oriented hmm. and that's and you like him well no i meaning that that's what he talks about that's kind of his oh thing. i thought you were saying he was a religious yeah. oriented person and but he also talks a lot about evolution because he's an evolutionary biologist mm -hmm. and he tries to explain things of how evolution works how it worked and works currently um he did a great little thing it's about a four minute clip of him explaining how the eye developed how our eyes developed very interesting. Well, I, I haven't seen that, but I've read pieces on the development of the eye, and I couldn't regurgitate it, but it is very interesting. Yeah. Evolution evolution's a funny thing. And you it's know? fake. It's fake news. Fake news. Fake CNN shit. It's fake news. That's all I know. Everything's fake news, bro. Everything that's anti-Trump is definitely fake news. Exactly. It's It's looking like that. Have you noticed a pattern... In what he calls no. fake news. Nope. I think it's things that maybe don't agree with <laughs> Nope, him. I don't agree. I think... I think I, this mm. is fake news. This show has just become fake news. You I don't, don't agree with that. I was watching Joe Rogan earlier today, though. And Joe Rogan was saying... Basically, he was basically saying that. That, you know, that everything was fake news. Uh, he was with... Uh, what's the, the guy's last name? Is Planker? Stephen Planker? I'm not sure. He has white Planker? hair. A little bit longer hair. Because it was a piece with Planker and Sam Harris as well that I watched a little bit of, uh -huh. and I'm not I'm not that familiar with Planker, but I, I watched some other pieces with him and Rogan, and they were really good. And then I hit this piece, and I was like, I don't know. Yeah, does does Trump certainly use uh, fake news? Does he overly use it? Of course he does. Sure he does. Yeah. Is does fake news exist? Yes. Does he overly use fake news as a like you know as like a crutch? Yes. Both of them are true. I think um, he, I think he, but there, he tends to go after things that maybe are critical or don't agree with them or, uh, sometimes and some pieces like there'll be, he'll focus on like one piece of an article or, you know, and then he'll hit that because he knows that it's not right or, or he says it's not true. I don't know. Um, I don't see as many fake news articles these days though. Like that was his big thing early on. And, and I mean, up until even recently. And I saw him. I saw him say it like within the last maybe week, mm -hmm. but it doesn't seem like it's not as like fake news isn't like the new buzzword right now. Well, I think it's really dangerous when our president is trying to discredit a good portion of the press. Yeah, but whose fault is that though? The question. I mean, that because do I think it's just all him? No, I, I think mean, the news is dis discredits I, themselves. I think. I mean, I don't think CNN just makes shit up. Sometimes they have some interesting articles. <laughs> Um, there's some interesting articles they write you know like uh, their front page is is pretty interesting and, and they pander to certain groups that's what it's all about it's all about pandering i don't even think cnn believes all the stuff they I say i think i think cnn is fairly moderate compared to msnbc or some shit like that sure 
Sure. I, um, I've always considered CNN sort of in the middle. I didn't like – because I I used to go through and I would check uh, CNN's headline news every day, their, their front page yeah, um, on their website. And I would take pictures and send them to my buddies. Um, and I'd kind of go through it, and, you know, and they would have all kinds of different stuff. But it was like – especially when, around the Charlottesville time. You know, like there was a bunch of articles on there that would be like the race speech that Donald Trump ached to give, you know. And like these are the headlines on CNN. And I'm just like – this is the front page, and it was just a bunch of horse shit. Um, so, do I trust CNN? No, and, it, and this happens all the time. Like they always, they're always looking for the negative spin of whatever's going on about Donald Trump. It's not a, it's never a positive story. I it's think like that's a, partially because that's what's selling right yeah. now. No, that, no, I think that definitely is, and, and, and that's those, what SNL does. Like you know, uh, MSNBC, their, their numbers used to be in the fucking tank. You know, especially when Obama. You know, even even throughout the process, they, they were in the tank. But ever since, oh, you know, uh, Trump won office, you know, their numbers skyrocketed. I and like they MSNBC. To, oh, they're shit. They're I total like, trash. I like Rachel Maddow. Oh, Rachel Maddow, Maddow is such a Chris liar. Matthews. She's so full of shit. And Chris Matthews, like, if you want, yeah, if you want extremely slanted news coverage, watch Hannity while you're at it. You know, watch there, all she, of Fox News. No, I'm not going to pretend Maddow that. Rachel Maddow is as slanted as Hannity. As, yeah, oh, as yeah. I'm not going to pretend that MSNBC and Fox aren't equally guilty. Yeah, they're all – well, everybody – they're all guilty. Everybody's guilty. Everyone's guilty to some extent. Everyone's I guilty. I would say those are, are the more, standout guilt. Some are more guilty than others. And some just – like I don't know what some of these places believe because they pander so hard to certain groups that I don't know. Like I don't know that CNN or their, you know, their parent company – I have no idea if they believe what they're They're all saying. owned by the same people. That's the well, thing. Yeah, there's well, – at least there's too few owners over too large a media groups. And they're all Jews. <laughs> and it's all no, it's definitely not the Jews. <laughs> the Jews did not do this. Not this time. No, no but I'm just kidding. But I don't know. I just My girlfriend is are, culturally a Jew, by the way. Culturally? Culturally. I c I don't want to explain. Is she, is she religiously a Jew or is she like an Ashkenazi Jew, like ethnically Jewish? I'm actually well, ethnically Jewish. Well, she had family that was Jewish. She was raised Jewish. That's. I don't want to get that. I don't want to get that incorrect because I don't think she lives as a Jew now. Like, but um, that she still keeps a lot of the cultural yeah. uh, customs. That's that's rare. There are only twelve to fourteen million Jews worldwide now. Look Hitler Hitler almost finished the job. I'm actually well, and and I and I'd heard this before. I think I'd heard this before to my family, but then when I did like uh you know the twenty three and me. I do have some Ashkenazi Jew in my background as well. The Isn't average Ashkenazi Jew has uh, a 10-point IQ bump over um, other races. That's obvious. No, I... Um, and after that, it's East Eastern Asian people. No, I, I've heard that, actually. That And it's, and it's interesting. Um, but I was going to say something else. I'm going to guess, because I did have a... I did have a, a side of my family was was Germans that came over, like during World War Two ish somewhere. I think somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering if the Jewish side actually comes from that group of <laughs> of, uh, of my German family, um, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm Belgian. You look like it. Actually. I'm Belgian and and actually a good a good chunk native american really? not like not oh yeah like, i knew that already um but not enough there's a cutoff you were enough. a little no i am enough i could you go enough. i could go to the indian nation schools i would say something really insensitive like you don't look like you're native american i don't look like i'm 
I knew I I know people who like consider themselves minorities because they have like one sixty fourth Native American. And they're like, I'm a person of color, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm a POC, and I'm like, you're white, <laughs> and they'll be like, I'm white passing, and I'll be like, no, <laughs> white passing. I think I've actually heard that before. White passing. Yeah. That's people who are actually POCs. But uh, but they look, look like they look like they, they look white. like they could hmm. be white. I'm glad I don't speak that lingo. I don't like the political lingo on either side. I don't like the I don't like the buzzwords. No, because people it just gets people riled up for no reason. Yeah, people get really triggered about it. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I, I don't understand. Well, now you triggered me. Good. You you need triggering actually. Triggered is such a it's such a dead word now. It's been so played to death. Yeah, like I'm. Yeah, I, I don't feel like there's no emotional. When I see it, it's just like man, whatever. Oh, look at you using. Yeah, triggering. I don't care about any of that stuff. No, I've uh, I used to get real into the trigger word shit, but I'm not. I don't care. Because you used to get triggered, or you used to poke at people who would get triggered. Um, or both a combination. Really? Yeah, I get triggered words sometimes. Used to, words used to trigger you? Not words, but issues surrounding words. Like what issues? I don't know. I used to get pretty heated about like third wave feminism and. Uh, oh, so not not in defense of third wave feminism, right? N- no, not in defense. So it was the op- So it was like the. What else? I went through a phase where I was a lot more conservative for about six months. When you were smarter? And then <laughs> now I've kind of, I'm, what did she call me? My ex-girlfriend used to call me a radical moderate. Well, you're definitely radical. Because I'm pretty radical about my moderate ideals. Yeah, but she was crazy left, right? She was real left, yeah. Yeah, so like you were moderate to her. Yeah, to a lot of people, I would not be. I would moderate. argue that I'm the moderate, and you're fucking crazy left. I'm I'm pretty. Fu- I I don't think you're that crazy left. I don't think it, it's a, you know it definitely is a spectrum. I don't take I don't take the crazy left social ideas. Uh, I I mean I I do, but I don't take them to the extremes that I think a lot of people with my economic viewpoints do. If that makes sense. So. In your little group of socialists, you have more moderate views. I'm I'm a more I'm on the more moderate side of being a socialist. Yeah, <laughs> I I am I'm because I I believe in the free market to an extent, and that's that's what socialism is as compared to communism is integrates parts of the free market, which I think is. Essential. Obviously a positive thing. Because people deserve to be rewarded for their work. Sure. Um, take away that reward and take, you're not going to have them work as hard. It's, it, no, it, I don't even look at it like that. I don't think people should have to work. But I think people who do work, it morally, they should be rewarded for it. I th- it's not, I'm not talking about a carrot on a stick type thing. I'm talking about people who work harder, you know. I'm not saying they necessarily deserve more, but well, they if you work harder. I mean, if you do if you do more, you should get more, right? I, I yeah, I, and that's that's fair. I'm I think, just saying, like if you, uh, 
You know, no. if, if I worked 40 hours a week and somebody worked 80 hours a week and he was, able, you know, the person was able to buy more stuff than I was, I wouldn't go, oh, fucking guy, you know, can't believe he would take advantage of the system like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, oh, well, but, I would rather have more work-life uh, balance. Um, but what do you but yeah. what do you think about, uh, well, maybe we shouldn't get into this. We what? should. I was going to start talking about universal basic income. I think we've talked about that before. I don't see how that would make any sense, at least at this moment in time. Not at this moment, but I think in 10 to 15 years it will make sense. I think it will become a necessity at some point. Maybe. Um, but we're we're pretty good. I mean, I understand we're going to eliminate a lot of jobs. We're also pretty good about making dumbass jobs up just so people have jobs. Yeah, but... So I wonder. I just wonder if that's going to continue forever. I also, sure. I also don't think people should have to play the game if they don't want to. Well, okay, I, I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, then how do you function in society? You right? let the people play the game who want to, and the people who and, don't want to. And that's to, true. Don't. And they have, and they have that ability. It's just the thing is, you'll have nothing. <laughs> yeah, and I'm saying I think everyone deserves a a, a basic life. Let's say. And if you dream of more than that, you also have the right to go earn that. I don't know about that. Because what if they weren't giving back to society at all? Because, like, I mean, everybody who plays any role, they give back to society in one way or another. You might go like, well, what does this person do? What does that person do? Well, they, 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 they are serving a function. I think if society. someone wants to sit around and play Xbox all day, they should be able to do it. And get paid to do that? Not necessarily get paid because they're not getting paid more than anyone else. They're not getting paid more than anyone else. They're not they're getting still... paid more or less than anyone else. Everyone is, let's say the universal basic income is $20,000, okay? I'm just throwing out a random number. Everyone yeah. gets the $20,000. Bill Gates gets it. I get it. You get it. Everyone gets it. And it's the same amount. And it's not adjusted for children. It's a straight, once you turn 18, you get your money. And if you want to work, you can work. If you don't want to work, you don't have to work. And we're talking about this in terms of the ideas of like fantasy land, right? Like there's not a finite amount of money, right? Well, or there, or there, we're not worried about debt. You there know, are places, there for. have been test populations that have done been done in Europe, and I believe there's one in Canada, a town that does a universal basic income. Um, I'd be really curious because I could see you getting away with it pretty easily. Let's say you had a low population, high resource area. Mm -hmm. Let's say like Norway. Do I think that you can get away with it? Sure. I think you can get away with it on some level. Um, when you get to those places like China, do I think you get away with it? No. <laughs> like, I'm just talking about in the United States. I'm not talking – I think, huge, I think so. the Chinese will always have will – well, I don't know if they'll always have work because I think most of the factory stuff is going to be automated within what are you, 10 I mean, years. But what, if you're China, what are you going to do with those people? They're going to have to do something. They're, they are going to have to do something. And who the have, fuck knows I mean, what they're going to do. You can't have a billion people started at. Yeah. Um, and, you know, thinking about the United States, I mean, how many people are in manufacturing? A couple million? Uh, I don't know. But how, most of us are in the service. I know industry. there's about 20 million people who are drivers. I think drivers are going to be a thing of the past in not very long. Yeah. Well, that's, that's possible. Um, well, and what, what was somebody trying to say to me? That they'd heard a, they'd heard some kind of information that, uh, sure, like the long distance driving would go away, but there'd be more local drivers, because then they could just, you'd get rid of all the long distance drivers. It'd all be, uh, you know, AI or whatever. You know, uh, I think it'd be a combination of, and then a lot of humans would be doing the, you know, the local stuff. 
but I have no idea. I don't know. I think we'll see a lot of people out of work here uh, in the next 10 to 15 years. And I think society's going to have to change. Well, we're probably going to, I mean, we've, society's always changed, though. I, I, I think I think it's going to be a more radical, I think things are going to be completely different in 30 years. Now, Sam Harris would probably agree with you. Probably would. Um, and now, and I don't have. I guess maybe I don't have the unshakable faith that it'll definitely work out. But I just have a feeling like, because that's what presidents do, right? Like their whole idea is like, let's give people jobs, even though jobs. I mean, it's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, in in some ways, I it's it, it's a worthless endeavor, you know, like a, on some level. Because like, let's just make work. Like some of it's just like let, we got to make work because people need to, you know, a lot of people get their. Uh, uh, get their worth or whatever from their job, right? Like, which is a damn shame. Which is, I don't know. I agree with that. Anybody that gets, unless you do a job where you're like giving back and you know helping children or mm-hmm. people or things like that, yeah. I get that. Totally get that. But if you just work some stupid, you know, ridiculous job, and like, and you let that also be like, this is my worth where I'm at in life. No, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't believe that at all because I don't care. You know, you're still a human being whether you make twenty thousand or a million dollars a year. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like that person's not. So what? They have more money than you. They're still human. You yeah, know? and that's what They're I'm saying. Equal. That's why. That's why I think universal basic income is a good thing because everyone's a human and everyone deserves a certain quality of life, even if it's a minimal quality. You know, we, we have so much money; it's ridiculous that we have so many homeless people. Well, I, I agree. I don't think we should you have know, homeless people. We shouldn't have homeless people. We shouldn't have people who work three jobs and can barely, you know, support themselves. Yeah, you know, I, I think I, I, I think well, that's I mean, morally wrong. Yeah, I I mean I get it. I, I don't want to go the route of like, you know, yeah, if you have a single mom working two or three jobs trying to support children, you know, a family, then you're hurting the kids. You're I think that's ridiculous. I think that's the far uh, the the far right person would say, well, they brought that on the you know she brought that on herself you know like she, yeah but I she think she's gonna uh, work out of it and but that's bullshit yeah I think that's bullshit too at least to some extent so like you got you don't if you put yourself in bad situations then you mm-hmm. probably have to work harder than average to be able to work yourself out of it possibly I think that's but you a can fair also statement. be born into bad situations I think a lot of people are just born into bad situations do you know how much my girlfriend would agree with you right now <laughs> <laughs> she'd agree with you she'd agree with you a lot right now I think. Um, yeah, because her and I've had that exact same conversation, and no, I I think that's definitely true. I'm not saying it, I'm not saying it isn't. No, true. I don't think you are. I think I think we just need to figure out what the best solution uh, to this problem is going to be. Well, I mean, there's so many, there's so many pieces. We should probably we should probably move on, but uh, yeah, because we we have about an hour. Left. I think I we could do a whole episode about about which part. About universal basic income and the, I yeah, guess, no, I think philosophy probably, around it. Yeah, because we have, we just have to delve deep into the philosophy and get into it. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't think I don't think there should be homeless. You know, but mm-hmm. people, we fund all kinds of we fund all kinds of ridiculous shit. Like we 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 pile so much money into the military and in different places, and we won't take care of our own homeless. We'll bring in these refugees from places, and it's not that I don't want to help refugees, mm-hmm. but at the same time. Why do we bring in tens upon tens of thousands of refugees when we could bring off the street people? Yeah, because we have a ridiculous amount of people on the street now. Well, I mean, yeah, it depends on what numbers you're looking at, but I think the, 
I think it usually floats to about a million or so uh, homeless people and other people who are consistently homeless. I want to say that number's oh, a couple hundred thousand or something yeah. like that. And then we have the people living in complete poverty. Oh, yeah. So who are not homeless, but are who are not homeless, that, but yeah, like like yeah. someone I was talking about or people. Well, in some. Yeah. And some of the more of the ghetto type areas or Appalachia. Um, yeah. Yeah, some of the more rural it hits, areas. Yeah, it hits different groups. Uh, Native Amer- it hit Native, hits Native Americans worse. Native Americans. We well, just no, keep I've, really I've shitting on, on them. Well, I'm not sure that I'm not sure that we're that we are doing it at this point. Like, it's it's just a uh, there's a lot of different effects, a lot of different things that go into but it. But the things that are going on now with na- the Native American population is a direct result of previous actions taken by the U.S. government. You mean like a, a, you're talking about specifically the, uh, oh, putting them on reservations. You're talking about specifically the reservation reservations. I think there's not a lot of resources on, from, from my understanding, on reservations. There is so not. that's probably why. Because I I know that some of the poorest places in the in the United States I've seen I've seen this are Indian reservations. Indian reservations. Yeah. Um, and look at I'd have to look into that, that information in terms of what's going on now. Now, if, if you're saying that they couldn't get out of it, they couldn't break the cycle. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying you know, yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's difficult to say the least to break that. I think I feel are... the same way about people who are born into urban centers. Who, you know, I also think it's part of it is everyone's telling you you can't get out. I think that I think that definitely affects. Me. That's why I don't I don't agree with the victim because uh, the victim mentality. I want to tell people that they can do it, regardless of. Regardless of whether or not I think that they are behind, I don't want to tell them. Well, man, how, how are you ever going to make it? You know, everybody you know, society is trying in to crush you. Society, and maybe society is trying to crush you a little bit. Maybe you were born into a shitty situation. You had bad parents. Mm-hmm. You're you're born into a poor family. You're in this urban center. You've you know started selling drugs because that's you know the only way you can make money. Whatever it is. And that's what that's what's great about hearing the the success stories of people who made it out. Yeah. You know, like. I know you know you probably don't care for Ben Carson, but Ken, but Ben Carson has a hell of a story, you know, of him of him making it out. I actually, actually like listening to uh, Morgan Freeman talk about this. Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman, yeah. Well, if you, if you listen to how much you listen to Morgan, Freeman, I've listened he, to him because he bit. talks. He'll go he'll go as far as saying like, "Hey, there shouldn't be Black History Month," you know. Yeah. He's like, "Well, you know, are you, what are you?" And then the guy was like, oh, "I'm Jewish." He's like, "Should there be a Jewish History Month?" The guy's like, "Well, no." Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, why should there be a Black History Month? Don't relegate my history to a month. <laughs> you know, yeah. He's like, he's like, Black history is American history. You know, and I and I I love listening to Morgan Freeman on. Of course, you know, and he a he lot of leftists would say you know? he's not black enough. Well, and that's a sad like the, that's that's what's really sad thing when like the left will eat their own or you know or saying that or or with certain groups will attack you know oh this person's not white enough or that person's not black enough. Well, or, this person isn't yeah. Asian enough. Yeah, it's like you're like holy shit. They're like man. L- they're like, their whole thing is let's let you know people of color or women or whatever speak about their issues. But then, you know, a black person let's say comes out and says, you know, I think right now in America racism is not as big of an issue as it's chalked up to be. All of a sudden they're an Uncle Tom. You know. Yeah. Well, cuz I mean I think I think you have to get away from that mentality to to make it. Like you have to if you if you just sit there like if I sat there all day and was like, well, you know, why would I do this anyway? I mean, the whole system's against me. They're going to they're going to stop me from succeeding or they stop me from doing this or that. I think I'd have a very I'd have a very negative outlook and I probably wouldn't make it as far because 
I put that glass ceiling over myself. Right? Now, I'm not saying box. I'm not saying that <laughs> I I completely understand you know the struggles people go through because I know does I, your Native American side understand that or no? You know what's bullshit. My sister, my older sister. I know you told me the story before. Yeah, she, she got, got the a, money. She got a ten thousand dollars settlement from the government. She got the money, and you didn't get shit. The white man stole our land. I don't know what to say. <laughs> and you, yeah, you didn't get nothing, man. And that, I that's didn't get bullshit. shit. That's bullshit. I deserve, you deserve it. money. I deserve it. I, you know, these white devils came in, <laughs> and no, but oh, another thing I was gonna say is I don't, I don't even like the term people of color. Because, like, it lumps all people – I mean, I don't even – for one, I don't even know what that means. Like, because I guess white is not one of the colors. Um, but it's, like, everybody else. But not all minorities are the same. Not all minorities do the same. Like, not all minorities were, his, you know, historically a disadvantage of some groups were on, on different levels, right? I mean, yeah, like, yeah. It doesn't make sense to even say that. And even saying all, you know, white people or white anything, that doesn't make sense either. You can't put – you can't just put all these people in a box and go, oh, they're, they're all the same. They They all have this. No, they don't have that. Like, I mean, it, uh, it's infuriating me. I, I don't like generalizing about over over entire groups because yeah. it's a stereotype. That's you know, what it is. you know who else I like to listen talk about racism? Who? Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. He's. I guess I've never heard him talk I'll, about racism. I'll, I don't listen. To Lil I'll Wayne. tell you something. He's a fucking smart guy. Hmm. Re- really, he's fucking intelligent. Listen to if you listen to him speak about issues like racism or something like that. You're like, wow, this guy's fucking smart. I will have to look it up now. I, I don't like his music. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of his music but I'll, either. I'll look it up. But he's I'm a curious. smart guy. I'm curious how smart Lil Wayne is. I personally, from what I've heard of him, I think he's a fucking smart guy. And I think I think to get to that level of success, you kind of have to be. Well, yeah, on especially, some level, especially, on some level, you have yeah. to understand market. You have to understand something well enough that you made it. Right? Especially coming from. You know, nothing. I think I there are a lot of pop stars who are dumb as fuck, but they started in a advantage position, whatever yeah. it was. But the people who came up from, you know, nothing, you have to be a certain level of intelligent to be able to do that. Yeah. And and I don't have I'm you know, I don't shy away from saying certain people are advantaged, you know, or like have advantages. Certain people certainly do. And depending on what race you are, it might affect the percentage, you know, the chance that you are advantaged. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you – I'll go on that. Um, but to say like entire groups are advantaged, that's where I struggle because it's like – you know, I, I, I'm i just assuming – a lot. what a lot of people who tell me this are usually like – are people who were advantaged and they'll tell me that I was advantaged. Like I was in the same group as them. I'm not in the same group as you. Yeah. You know, I get it. I get that you, know, you, had, a, you had a silver spoon in your mouth. Great. Not all white people had that same experience. You know, I uh, – you're you're fucking crazy if you believe that it's not it's not true. We didn't all have the same experience. We never will. Uh, you can't put all white people in a box. I can't put all black people in a box. I, I can't say all no. black people are this. That's uh, or all I Asian think that's, people are smart. I think or, you know or all yeah. are all black people are athletic. All those things are stupid. Like they're just stereotypes. I think I think people who claim to represent certain communities. I think I think I'm that's, always skeptical of that. I too. think that's I think that's kind of racist. Yeah. If I'm being I honest, speak for the, yeah, you I, a lot of I, I I think that's racist. I think <laughs> I think it assumes a certain uh oh what's what's the word I'm looking for here a certain uh, mm. 
it it not ego but it it blankets people assuming that i speak for if i came out and i was like i speak for black people you're making an you're almost making an assumption that all black people are the same yeah and they all feel the same way about every issues because there are a lot of black people who say you know racism is not i've never experienced racism in my life and there are a lot of black people who've experienced a lot of racism you know yeah and and do yeah and i'm uh, would they is it very likely they're going to experience more racism than, than an average white person yes absolutely i'll give you that like i'm not <laughs> even arguing on this like it's not no i don't think what, either either know, of us are saying racism doesn't exist yeah i mean i i don't think i don't think it's as bad as it used to be i think it is definitely getting better it obviously isn't we had a black um, president and i know that for a lot of people that's not good enough uh but i'm sorry you know the major the majority of voters voted for a black president by far. You know, I mean, I think he, had, he also I think he's had the most votes of all time, and he was as well, and he was uh, a very popular president as yeah. well. Well, because I mean, I I don't agree with Obama politically on a lot on many things, but I think you know he was a stand up guy, had a strong family. Like I can respect. I all think those he, I think he had strong values. Yeah, and... I think he had strong values. You know, obviously he, it seems like he had a loving relationship with his wife, uh, was close with his children. So I can respect all those things. As a family man, he seemed like a really good guy. Um, even I, as, I, don't I think he was. His, uh, I think politics. I think even if you don't agree with his politics, you can also say that he was very presidential his entire. Run he was in presidential. Office. I mean, presidential. Like if, if he was if you're, always if you're of like old school, always well spoken, always diplomatic in in that sense. Very, let's say, presidentially professional. He was certainly professional, I'll but that. but he managed to bring in a certain amount of relatability. In terms of like the, uh, in terms of like perf- you know, uh, presidential, I don't put that much weight on it. You know, like because I, I do because it inter- <sighs> it it affects how I don't mean other like countries. Him. See I mean, us. yeah, but I'm kind of like because right now we're an international joke. Good, good, fuck them. <laughs> well, I'm, but we've got to we've got to think about why. I mean. We could have we have guys we'll have we'll have presidents up there that'll say all the right things, right? And we'll oh they look good internationally. The international community loves them, and they don't do shit. They don't do anything. They don't make any tough decisions, or they'll they'll shy away from them, or they'll you know they'll kowtow to the uh, you know or maybe I is that, did I use that correctly to the internet to the international community. I don't want that either. Like uh, you know, and and really, I mean, I know Trump might piss people off, but there's a reason we have Trump. I mean, if things were better, if things were better in this country, we wouldn't have Trump. If people liked our political class more, we wouldn't have Trump. You know, Trump, we'd be sitting there as a disruptor, and that's what he's doing. Might might make us look stupid for a while. Okay. I think most people were fine with making that calculation, though, do you think, and throwing a bone in the whole system. Do you think Trump will get a second term? I do. I do. I wouldn't see why not. I mean, especially if he can play up the media like if he can play up that that the media is anti-Trump and against him, I don't see how he won't win. I mean, well, I mean, I know. Okay, I don't know all the specifics are in. Who's he going to run against? You know, maybe, I think I think it's more dependent on who the Democratic Party puts forward. Maybe that's only a maybe though. And if I, they put forward who I think they're going to put forward, I think he will win. <laughs> who you think? Who you think? Cory Booker. Cory Booker, I think, would be a mistake. I think that would definitely be a mistake. I also think it'd be a mistake if they put in Biden. 
I don't. Think I love Biden. Joe Biden. I don't. I don't like Joe Biden. I For love one, Joe he's Biden. Creep. He's kind of creepy. Uh, the way he, he always brings the nice drunk uncle vibe to Washington. Yeah, that I like. He's always made it's creepy watching him put his hands on women. Um, um, so I don't think that'll work. So like, if he tries to come after Trump on like, let's say sexual harassment, mm-hmm. I just don't think the commercials are going to be good. I think. I think if. I also think if Bernie runs again. And the Democratic Party does the right thing. I don't think they'll. I don't think he'll get it again. Um, I I think might be a dark horse because candidate. because I think I think the uh, I think there are a lot of people on the left who want a disruptor candidate too, because Bernie was a disruptor candidate. Yeah, but I think that I think it's going to hurt the left though. So if you're if you're like want, really wanting the Democrats to win, I think pushing somebody who's like far left, and I don't mean necessarily Bernie Sanders, but I mean like far left when you get into when you get into all like the leftist stuff these days, like you can't, you know, you're not going to have someone who's, who's anti-abortion be a Democrat these days. And like not a, not in a public office, unless yeah. you're like running in like the South. Maybe mm-hmm. you'd have one. In the now South. you might have people but, who are more moderate on abortion. But you're not going to have, when it comes yeah. to abortion or gender or a lot of these things, you're going to be, abortion's fine. I mean, because everybody, you know, the country's split on abortion anyway. Yeah. Right. But when you get to some of the gender stuff, I think that you're going to start running into places where you're much more in the minority. And if you keep pushing farther and farther left, I think it's going to be a problem for the party. I I but agree with you. I think I think we'll see. I we'll like see progressive policy generally, but I think the tendency is to shove it in the face of other people and then make moral judgments if they disagree. Yeah. And I think that's the wrong way to play it. Now, do you think we've shorted ourselves too much time for this topic? We have fifty minutes. We're yeah, we're at almost. An what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Because we can keep going. Um, if we talk about this, we're only going to talk about it for thirty minutes. You know. Do you think we could do it that quickly? Well, I just mean we're at an hour and a half. We're gonna call it. Probably. Oh, so you're talking about only doing it until an hour and a half anyway. Yeah, I'm talking about, you know, we oh. only have, we don't want to go to two hours or some shit like that. So what do you want to do then? You want to save it up and do it next time or? We've pushed it back a couple times and I feel bad because it was a, uh, I feel a bad listener, a listener suggested topic. Said, uh, Joshua. Yeah. Yeah, because while well, we have, what, what do we have, two other episodes that haven't been released yet? Yeah. So we could be like, hey, yeah, Josh, we're taking care of it, dude. <laughs> We've already got this done. <laughs> Josh, we have it taken well, care I of. Well, I mean, we could we could do it on Saturday. Yeah. We'll, we get together Saturday? Well, I won't be able to do the early. Let's discuss logistics after. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can't do Saturday? Were you on, no, on I, can do, I can do Saturday. Yeah. But we could do it then. Yeah, we can talk and we can talk about it then. Yeah, I keep when sometimes when I talk about this stuff, like it's like almost as if it's live, right? Mm-hmm. So like, oh, Saturday, and, and by the time people hear this, it'll be like, what's Saturday? Yeah, none of the stuff makes any sense. Well, let me let me explain. Normally, we record on Saturdays. Yeah, but I was on a fishing trip this weekend. Yep. So we are now recording on a Wednesday. Yep. And we will also be recording on a Saturday. Yep. Well, hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see what Zach's doing. I'm not busy. We'll I'm never Zach, busy. We'll see what Zach is doing. What am I? What am I'm, I gonna I'm do? I'm just messing around. I'm just messing around. But I gotta. See, I'm gonna be seeing my girlfriend again on Friday. So. Seeing that that GF. Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, she 
So right now she's your main uh, piece, right? My main piece. What piece does of, that mean? Piece of ass. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's not. That's not how you're gonna refer she's, to her. She's your main Zach. hoe. <laughs> no, she's a sweetheart. She's a sweetheart. So I don't, don't you, mean that any, don't you in dare. any disrespectful don't way. Don't you dare. No, we are. Of course, we're exclusive. What are you talking about, sir? No, I. Hey, I'm not the kind of guy. I'm not the kind of guy to judge if you have a side piece. Well, too. You are not the kind of guy to judge. I agree with you on that. No, I, I actually, I think cheating is a horrible thing to do. Are you being serious now? Yeah. Okay. I think it's one of the worst things you can do to a person. But what if you, what if you have sex with someone who is cheating on their boyfriend or girlfriend? Or well, that's different. <laughs> why? Why is it different? I, I could see how you're going to try to say that you're not a, um, what. More morally obligated, maybe. No, you're not morally obligated. You haven't made any type of commitment to this third party. <laughs> there's no you contract. The third there's party. no social contract. There's no. There's no unspoken rule. Yeah, you don't even know the third party. You don't. Well, sometimes you don't know them. <laughs> See, that's even, especially in that situation where you do know the third party. Don't you think that's pretty fucked up? Depends on the context in I, which maybe, you know them. Maybe it shouldn't seem like it's more fucked up, but in my head, it definitely feels like it is. Because I guess you know, my, either way, they're both horrible. If, just... if I, if you're, if I fucked your girlfriend, okay, hypothetically, that this wouldn't, wouldn't that wouldn't happen. She has standards. That wouldn't. No, I'm just joking. That wouldn't happen. But obviously, if I did that, that would be wrong. Because I have. A certain level of uh, obligation to you. Uh huh. Do you get it? What I'm? Do you no. understand what I'm getting at? You trying to say that you, because we're friends, like you mean like depends on what level of friendship you have with someone. No, I don't mean friendship. If you're friends with someone, obviously you shouldn't sleep with their girlfriends. Yeah. Or even their ex girlfriends. Yeah, you should probably before you sleep with your ex girlfriends, you should probably talk to them, maybe. You, well, I don't know. Maybe yeah. not. No, I think you should definitely have a conversation. It's probably cool to have a conversation, especially if they're like still pining over him. Like if one of your best friends was like started having sex with your ex, it'd be cool if they probably said something to you first. Like, hey, dude, I'm thinking about dating so-and-so and I just wanted to come to you. Is That'd be uh, pretty Make cool. sure that's... What's up? Yeah. Make sure that's all right with you. I, I See, personally, I think bro code dictates that if you're going to date one of your friend's ex or you're considering pursuing that, uh, you should generally try and get the blessing. Yeah. No, I would Especially I would if you value that friendship. I would agree. I think that's fair. Um, but I think that's definitely fair. Yeah. All right. Uh, so what are we, how are we finishing off this, uh, this little piece then? What are we going to go off of here? We kind of went all over the place. Today. Yeah, I know, because we, I thought we were just like doing like a warm up stuff, but then it, then it, we started talking a little too much, and then time got away from us. Yeah, time, mm. time mm. keeps slipping. Something. You, Is that a sing, song? You trying to sing the Steve Miller band? Is that? Oh yeah, that's Steve Miller band. Is that what you? Yeah, that that's what, what I'm thinking about. of. That is what you're doing. Man, I even had all these websites pulled up, dude, for a topic. You know, I had all kinds of good stuff, all kinds of good information. What Steve Miller Band song is that? Is that? What's time keeps on? It's slipping. not Jet it's Airliner. It's not the End Joker. Of the future. Fly like an eagle. Fly 
like an eagle. Yeah, yeah that just one. like that. That <laughs> one right there. That one right there. Did yeah. you sing for him? You sang I, for him, didn't you? I That sounded am, like the original verse. I am Steve Miller. <laughs> You're the band. I'm the band. You're the whole band. I'm dude. the guy. All right, so what's what else has been going on with you this week then? Uh, this would be like know. a little catch-up. little catch-up. A uh, little catch-up. Um, not much. Kind of a... Today was rough, but... How come? Uh, I don't want to get into it too uh, much, but... Um, yeah, today was kind of kind of a rough day. Other than that, you know, the past couple of weeks have actually been really good. Um, good. I uh, I reconnected with one of my old friends. Actually, two of my old friends. But one of my old friends, I reconnected with her, and uh, we've been hanging out every night. Is five nights like a something, week. Is this something like? Maybe no, it's pl- or... it's platonic. Oh, uh, so it's one of those kinds. Yeah, of... she has a boyfriend. I'm not trying to slip in. Really? Yeah. Hey, do you really making you really making moves? I'm I'm. This You're is changing. the age of self improvement. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like it. Um, I started smoking again. <laughs> you mean cigarettes? Yeah. How come? Uh, I got well. I got really depressed one day, and I was like, fuck it. Uh, and I went and bought a pack. How come you – it seems like you're, like, angry depressed. Yeah, I get angry depressed. I get – I don't know. I'm just kind of – I'm just kind of uh, jaded and bitter. Why? I don't know. I've always been that way. I've always been very old manny, Like, you know, like old mannish. I'm a I'm a get-off-my-lawn guy. I'm not that way at all, so I I don't know. I I, I get I get annoyed when I see people skateboarding. Like it's it's that kind of stuff. Oh, well, sometimes I mean, yeah, I guess I make fun of all kinds of things, but actually, honestly, if I'm being pretty real, I'm pretty ageist. And what groups do you hate? I don't like young people. I I'm actually kind of I'm a little bit that way. I have that that uh, same streak. I I don't like other people my age. Why? I think they're just terrible. I just, <laughs> I think, I think there's all kinds of cultural things that our generation, my generation, is getting wrong. But you guys are far. Your your generation seems to be moving a little further left, though. Seems yeah. to be, or at least, yeah. at least they're more I mean, socially accepting. I, I mean, probably. well, and that's that's great. Um, obviously, I don't have any problem with people being more socially accepting. My problem is. I fucking hate I fucking hate social media. I hate yep. it. Uh but I do I do it anyway because I'm just conditioned. And uh I fucking hate, you know, people being on their phones all the time when they're hanging out. You mean like my phone all over, right yeah. over here? Hold on. Uh, I just I can't I don't know. It's like what's the point of fucking hanging out if I mean, I, I guess you mean like those times where people hang out and they're just all kind of like texting, but they're in the same room. Yeah, it's they're like texting that. other people. Yeah, and yep. it's just like, why? Why would you do? It? Just text them. Why do you need to be there? Yeah. Um, and I just think a lot of the what I would call subcultures of this generation are not terrible, but they annoy me. What kind of subcultures? Mm, I get an I, like I said earlier. I get annoyed by skater people. Yep. They bother me. I used to get annoyed by them back in the day. Um, I think 
kind of the you have a lot of weird per- groups i don't know if they necessarily pretentious have. hipster crowd some of the hipsters are pretty funny. I don't I don't mind hipsters in general, but the pretentious hipsters bother me. Yeah. Pretentious people in general, I guess, bother me. But I think it's more prevalent in the hipster community. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, at least maybe to some extent. I don't know if hipsters are still a thing though. I'm sure it's something different now, but I think they're I'm not still really there, in but touch. I'm not I'm not in touch with them either, so No. Uh, I'm did... pretty out of touch with my generation. Yeah, well, me too. I mean, I'm out of touch probably with my generation and and your generation. And I'm kind of okay with that. I'm a little bit okay with that too. I just... I I don't care about internet culture, really. No, I think it's I think most of social media is pretty stupid. Um, I don't even know why I do it as much as I do. I know I don't really... It's not my thing. Um... Every once in a while, if I can stir some people, you know, or, you know, create some kind of debate or something like that, I'll go for it. I went through, I went through a provocateur phase, Um, but I'm kind of over it. There's only... Well, you're 21 now. Yeah. I'm old and older and wiser. (laughs) Yeah. You're definitely wiser. I'm just kind of over it. I don't... I don't know if it's just my descent into apathy or me just moving past wanting to make people pissed. Hmm. I don't know. I don't want to piss people off. I mean, I want to. I want to. I want to make people think. Um, or if I feel like they're not thinking, or if you know. I feel like a lot of people don't really think about what they believe. Yeah. Well, I think that's. I think and that's I think a, that's a, a crime. Because. And I think some of it's because it's uncomfortable. Like some people don't like to talk about politics. And even when I was in school, I loved politics then, and ninety percent of the people hated it. I've I've liked political shit since I was like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, I've been I've been real big into it, and most people despise it. So mm-hmm. they don't want they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about it at work. They don't want to talk about it anywhere. I I have that problem a lot of times with religious people. I feel like a lot of people are very blindly religious. Some, and sure. so, some are. I'm, it's not, I'm not saying all of them are, but I think a lot of people don't really think about why they believe what they believe. Yeah. I mean, are you a Republican because your dad was a Republican or are you a Republican because you really believe that? Well, now we're just getting into tribalism. We should we could have made the whole whole thing about tribalism. No, or, I'm not talking about team sport politics. Yeah, or... yeah I, I'm just saying, are, are you doing things because, you know, are you a Christian because your parents were a Christian? Or are you a Christian because that's what you really believe? Yeah, and I think I think people need to examine what they r- really believe there because you know it it's hard to examine your deep seated, your, let's say structural beliefs, the pillars that hold up you as a person, your foundation. It's hard to examine that, and a lot of people I think know deep down that if they examine some things too closely, some of those some of that structure might fall away and. I understand that being very scary. Well, I mean, yeah, I think that's what it is. It's based on fear. Mm-hmm. That's what we should, probably should have done the whole episode on, actually. Um, but, yeah, no, I think that's based on fear. And I think most people, they don't even know. Like, you know, they build up um, – oh, 
I almost almost screwed it up again. But you build up, you know, people build up straw men these days, and that's what they that's what that's all they do. They just build straw men, and they beat the shit out of them, like you know. And so it's like, oh, the left believes this. And they know the left really doesn't believe that, or the left doesn't believe that in that context, or the right doesn't, you know, right believes this, and they don't really believe that in that context either. But it's much easier to make like the the most simplest, dumbest argument, and then just tear that apart, um, because you know, who you really, you know, who you really arguing against. So, so a lot of the stuff, I mean, the whole, I think it, my, my point of that is, is like, if you get Democrats and Republicans like in the same room, I think they could, you know, I think they would get along. I think they would have like a much more in common than you would think they would. But like, I people, have no problem talking to conservative people. I think people hear like, you know, what a Democrat and Republican is online these days. Like, so they don't really, they don't really have a good context other than, you know, oh, I, I heard Democrats believe this, Republicans believe that. Mm-hmm. So they think that they're actually like in really distant camps. And they're really not. Uh, yeah, I'm a leftist, and I don't believe a lot of the things that leftists believe. Yeah, and and you know when you get people together, I mean and that's the other thing. Like if you never want to, people never want to talk about politics or social issues or whatever issues. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like you know you're, you're missing out on information, especially if you don't study it either. Yeah, then you're just kind of dumb. I think you know, you're... Like you, you're like a blank slate when it comes to that stuff, and you're missing out on like important stuff. I I think we miss out on the. The benefits of what could be actually constructive conversation when we assume we know what the other person thinks. Yeah. Well, not, and I because think obviously, what... obviously, I don't have a problem talking conservative to conservatives. I mean, we sit down every week and talk, and you're, I, you're not extremely conservative, but I'm probably on the left. Do you, Do you think? <laughs> I th- well, I think if it was a, you all know, in terms of a spectrum. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna guess. And I'm gonna decide more with you guys than I would with like extreme conservatives. I think. I think a lot of conservatives are fed up with conservatives, and I think a lot of Democrats are fed up with Democrats. I think there's a new movement of m- people who want conversation and want an actual solution, as opposed to uh, just taking the extreme views and never being able to meet. I think I think with all the polarization I think there's a new group of people who are you know both left and right who are really sick of it. Yeah. Well, I mean just look look at the debates we have recently or even in the last, you know, few years. As soon as like there's a as soon as there is like some kind of a mass shooting or something like that, a lot of people on the right, especially you see that you'll see the shit out of the memes. Um they'll be like Oh, they're wanting to take away our guns, you know, like that's like, mm-hmm. it's not just, it doesn't, it goes beyond the, Hey, let's make some additional laws. Right. Yeah. They go right to, they're wanting to take away our guns. They're not going to take away our guns I'm, from our cold dead hands. I'm right. You know, I have some leftist views on gun control. I'm pretty well, pro gun control. Well, that's but, not my point. It's, but yeah, it's, it's just that they're, they go the, the far, the, the right, like they go to the farthest extreme on it. And then like, let's say when abortion comes up and the right's trying to, Put some additional restrictions on abortion. Not trying to make it illegal, even though some definitely would. I I um, think I think a lot of our, at least our prominent politicians are very uh, vehemently anti-abortion. It well, it it depends on it depends on the person. But either way, but like if if mm-hmm. there's something that comes up like that about a law about abortion, um, even the twenty week, then the far left will be like they're trying to make it so that women have to have you know get coat hanger abortions in in a whatever you know like in a in an alleyway <laughs> speaking of coat hanger abortions <laughs> i offer those 50 dollars <laughs> straight fee 
Definitely not. Guaranteed to work. That'd be horrific. Horrific. Oh, yeah. So I think. And I don't use a coat hanger. I've got a more sophisticated tool. (laughs) (laughs) The tool is his penis. Um, (laughs) uh, Where was I going with that? It was someplace. Oh, yeah. I think on on, on some level, you know, and I'm kind of. I think you know where I stand on abortion already. You know, I'm yeah. Kinda, we've 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 talked I about lean, that. Well, at the very least, at, I'm not saying I would make it illegal. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I think it is bad for the individual, though I understand that they are there in a bad situation already, or at least mm-hmm. a tough situation. So I guess trying to understand all the things that kind of went into it and led to that situation. Yeah. Right. So I just think it's. I I want less abortions. How about that? Like I want less of them. Like. You know, either more families we want, helping, we or want to have greater safe sex, maybe. What's that? Safe sex, maybe. Say, well, more, more safe sex, more, yeah. more, informa- more education, um, stronger families where they're not kicking people out, and you know, you have whatever. You know, you have some young girl who gets out on the street early, or she does get pregnant, and the family boots her out, so then maybe she feels like she needs to have an abortion, whatever. Yeah. You know, or let's say a woman that's with a guy who's abusive, or you know, so like let's. Like there's a hundred different ways we could lower abortion, right? Yeah, there. Part of it's having better men, better men that would like stay with the family and and help take care of children and actually be there. You know, that are not just trying to go off and mm-hmm. fucking impregnate women and yeah. just leave them. You know, that's 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 another piece of it. There's a hundred pieces of it. You know, that kind of all go together. I I, I would say I want I I don't want to have I would like as few people as possible to have to go through something like that. Yeah. as possible. Yeah. That's where I'm. That's where I'm at with it. But I think ultimately, and I, I think it would probably piss off both sides, maybe to some extent. I think to some extent, the Second Amendment and abortion rights, you know, are the they exist for the same reason, and it's self-preservation. Like you have to have abortion legal on some level, because you self-preservation. A female needs to be able to control whether or not she lives or dies. Mm-hmm. Like you know, on the most basic level, yeah. she needs to be able to she needs to be able to survive. Because as much as I love children, I think the mother's rights supersede that of the child. Yeah, you know, I would I would say that anyway. Um, and the same thing, and I, I and I, I apply that also with gun rights. Now you can go with regulation on both of them, whatever. You know, I'm not you know I'm not getting into the whole regulation, but I think on some level they both they both must exist for the same reason. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think. Uh... On a base level, you know, obviously the life of the mother supersedes the life of an unborn yeah. child. And I and, and I think they definitely supersede the life of a of a of a zygote or a or a embryo or Well, no, I'm I would no I have that that's just to me that's just obvious. You know, I would say yeah. most most certainly because imagine you know, and I'm not but imagine what you're losing. Like let's say you Let's let's say you're going to make that decision, or you you come up to that decision. Imagine what you're losing. Yes, you love this child, but then you potentially you lose your mate, and maybe you have other children, right? Um, yeah. Because I know people who you are lose crazy your enough, mate. Yeah. and I, I maybe I shouldn't say crazy enough, but I know people who make this decision. Like I I have a I know a guy that I, I used to work with, and he was he was against abortion even if the mother's life was at risk. That's ridiculous. And I think me. his wife believed the same thing. That's what he said. Um, that they had the same ideas on it. That even if she was going to die, she'd have that child. And I just think I'm not I'm not trying to make any kind of judgment, but I'm just saying, especially if you have other children. You can make a judgment. You can make a judgment. Well, it's probably I don't want to tear people apart for it. I do I think it's kinda of dumb? Yes, because it's like you have these other children, you know, that you need to take care of. 
um, yeah, you don't want, you don't want to get rid of this child. Uh, nobody, I mean, I don't know anybody who like wants to have an abortion, right? Yeah, I would say that's a very small percentage of people I, that want to have an uh, abortion. Almost non-existent. I don't think that person probably exists. Yeah, um, nobody. Wants Maybe to get people rid of that child. joke about it, but I don't think I don't <laughs> think there's anyone who which really, I don't really really. Yeah, wants I'm not that. big on abortion jokes because I just think it's I think it's horrific. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, so but of course, I, I just think that. The mother, and you know, I hate to break it down on such a, because maybe it seems like it's emotionless, but the mother plays a bigger role in society. Like you have to have, you need the mothers. I'm not, not that you don't need the children, but you have to have the mothers, right? Like, like even like let's say old old society, you know, like when, mm-hmm. when mothers were more much more likely to die during childbirth, you need to keep your mothers alive. Like that's why the men are out there hunting, you know, hunting, gathering, yeah. and women. You know, I mean, not that they don't help too sometimes, but at the same time, they'd be. You know, protecting yeah, the women that you have, <laughs> protecting the women you have, right? Yeah, you know, making sure nothing happens to them because if they die off, the human race dies off, mm-hmm. and it's not as serious as it used to be. Um, yeah. We're okay now, but but still, you get my point, right? Man, we're what are we going to call this episode? This is just we hit know. a lot of things, or we could throw it away. Whatever you want to do. I don't want to throw it away. I think we had a good conversation. I don't want to call it just good conversations, though. You know, like, we'll have to come up with something. Poverty, racism, and abortion. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not that. Because we didn't, like, we didn't get into any one of those, like, extremely, we didn't dissect and, any one of those issues. Yeah, not really. We, we briefly talked about uh, racism and disadvantages and, yeah, and some issues with that. We briefly talked about abortion. A brief conversation about the most polarizing issues. Yeah, we just just hit the surface stuff because we don't want to offend anybody. Uh, no. a, a surface level analysis of the most controversial issues yeah. in the United States right now, in which the world right now, which isn't that bad. What, one thing that gets me: you listen to some Ben Shapiro, right? I wouldn't say I listen to him. I've heard him. Um, I I've listened to some of his. I obviously I don't agree with Ben Shapiro on almost everything. Um. But I I've heard him, but I'm not a Yo, you haven't fan. liked him. I've listened to many hours. I'm, I'm going to guess that I've I, listened to fifty, you know, thirty to fifty hours of. Ben I've Shapiro, listened. I've right? listened to some of his speeches, and I listened Maybe to I him on Joe to, Rogan. And yeah, I've listened to many many hours. Like I feel like I know him at least fairly well. I can't articulate what he you know what he articulates. He you know, I can only give you my analysis of him. But and, and there's a lot of things I agree with. I don't like the way he. I don't like the way he argues, <laughs> you know, and I don't like the way he makes his points. I think he's kind of an asshole. And I think that's the, I think the problem. I know the whole the facts don't care about your feelings thing, but I think coming off that way, I think it also hurts your argument as well. Like, I, I understand think it, that he's yeah. trying to be fact based, <laughs> but at the same time, he also quotes a lot of studies that, you know, the method. I'd question some of the methodology, and I'd kind of poke into him a little bit like that. But one thing he always says, one thing he talks about, uh, oh, I think it was, I think it was rape. Um, because, you know, he's very against abortion. Yeah. Uh, he's very against abortion. But one thing he, he always says, like, is, like, I think that rapists should be castrated or killed. <laughs> yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I think he's serious when he says that. Yeah, like, I think there's, so, a, There's too. parts where he gets a little too... He extreme. Gets a little, he gets a little extreme. And he really goes crazy about And he's abortion. autistic as fuck. And I think... He, there's some autism on, playing. Based on what I've seen, there's some autism playing in Based there. on how much he can hyper-focus on it, I would I would tend to agree. I don't mean that as a slight. No, I mean that as like yeah. the, he is able to hyper focus on this these very specific set of issues, and I think sometimes he's you know sometimes he's pretty good, pretty good on it. Um, and other times, 
he's you know he's not as good. But my my point was the whole was the whole his his abortion views though, and he gets he's pretty crazy pretty crazy right wing on abortion. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he would also completely completely ban it. I don't know. I don't know either. You know Who's to say? To say? Uh, I think Ben Shapiro would probably say. So, I don't know. We've talked to. <laughs> Should we get out of here? Is that what you're looking like? We're in an hour and 23 minutes. Mm-hmm. Are you done? You should definitely take your Adderall. I forgot to take it. Don't yeah. forget to take it. Did you have your monster? Are you wanting to keep going? No, we can get out of here. You look like you're kind of. I, I just. You I, look like you're crashing. I think, we've, I think we've hit enough things to where to hit anything else would be maybe too much. I think this what episode. I think this episode is going to be very polarizing. Really? Yeah. We talked about racism, poverty, yeah, but I think we, I think abortion. We, I think all those things that we treated them pretty well. I, I think we I, honestly, I think, I think we're pretty fair. I think we're pretty fair. So I don't think it'll be polarizing. I, think, I don't think anybody will be upset that listens to it. I think I think we do our best to acknowledge both sides of an, of issues. Generally, must, must be because we're so moderate. Must be, <laughs> but yeah, but really, um, you know, because I was going through it the other day, and you know, because people always they refer to me as conservative, and I'm thinking about all the issues and things I believe. You're not that, conservative. and I'm, go- I'm like I'm going through the list of them, right? And yeah, you know, you know, I, I yes, it's it's true that I'm you know I'm against abortion. The idea of like you know having abortions, you know, like I don't, um, I would like to prevent it. it like, like I said, I already articulated that earlier. Like in terms of having less, less would be better. Yeah. You know, if we can and and that goes by and like you know, goes by fixing a lot of different societal issues. So yeah, okay, on that one, yeah, do I tend to lean right? Do I tend to lean right on um you know, maybe shows of force and and like a you know, I want a leader that that makes the country I want him to be to act strong, you know, like to have that strength and that to project it that you know, hey, if you do fuck with us, we will fuck you up kind of a thing. Yeah. Cuz I mean, I think it cuz I think it leads to more peace, right? Mm-hmm. But a lot of my ideas are Definitely on the left, especially on social issues. On social, I mean, I mean, there's something I'm more, I'm more libertarian, but at the same time, libertarian is still on a lot of issues. It also leans left. For for a conservative, you very rarely talk about the people sucking on the government's tit. No, because I don't. I think that's all because uh, it's that's just a just a talking point. I mean, I, I think, think it's people, a strong. I think it's making I because I don't think there are that many people just taking advantage of the system to take advantage. I don't I don't, don't want to say anything bad about some some people I know. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> but it's always like if you get somebody who's really crazy, they typically they're typically they're white that say this, you know, and they'll be like, "I'm tired of those black people living off the government." You know, yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tired of having all those children living off the government. That's yeah. what it usually I've heard that too many times in my life to not believe that at least a segment of the population believes that, right? Yeah. And I just think that's kind of like that's kind of I dumb. think that's silly. It's kind of a dumb it's a dumb way to look at it. Uh those silly gooses. And a lot of them don't have a lot of the people that are, that are bitching about it, they don't even make that much money, right? They don't even pay that much in taxes. Yeah, exactly. So what are they really bitching about? Are they just bitching that they also don't get the benefits? <laughs> like I, they make a little too much when they can't get enough benefits that they're like, "Well, fuck you guys. I'm mad at you guys cuz I can't get enough." I don't like one thing I don't like is envious people. Envious people make me mad. Like I do I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. And I think that's what it is. Like, why are you paying so much attention to those people? Look at me. You yeah. Know? Okay, get your shit together, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I think 
People need to stop worrying about other people. Yeah. yeah I agree. Do your own thing, and if everyone does their own thing, and everyone tries to make themselves the best person they can be, society will work itself out. I think I think that's what it, I think that's exactly how it is too, and that's why I don't break things down based on race or big groups. I think the biggest minority is like is the individual. You know, and mm-hmm. I think Jordan Peterson even talks about that a little bit too, but it's about the individual. And you know, if you have a if you build yourself up and you have a strong family unit and you do these things, society will be better because those it's the little things. It's the little things that, that can that, that, that radiate out. Yeah, that's what I think. I think I think yeah. If you become a living example of a, an optimized person, you can spark a great change in the world without ever having to worry about other yeah. people. Yeah. No, that's and that's exactly that's exactly what I think. Um and I think that's the right way. And I think and I th- but I also think that once you build yourself up to a certain level, you are then more obligated to try and fix not fix, but try and improve society or yeah. your your community or you, you know, whatever. I think I think that once you are good at um, fixing yourself. Once you've done that, I think that's when you get the opportunity to fix other things. One, yeah, and one thing—it's kind of the same idea. Jordan Peterson always talks about like these people who are trying to change the world, but they can't keep the room clean. Yeah, so, you know, he's like, worry about your world first. Like, clean your room. Yeah, you know, clean all this stuff up first, and then you know, let that. And it's it's kind of the same idea. Like, and people I had, people need like I think a lot of people don't worry about their best interests. And I'm not saying this in a way where I think people should be somehow more greedy or more selfish. I think people should want to live the best life they possibly can. And that starts by dealing with your own issues. Well, and and I'm going to – it's going to be confrontational. I I know you won't agree with me. But I actually put that – I take that to the national level as well. I think countries should be their their own advocate, their own best advocate, and their own – you know, and be not necessarily greedy, but their own like put themselves first. Um, because if everybody puts themselves first, all the countries, I think all the countries will do better. Like if you were just, if you weren't putting your, I think you, I think you need to put yourself first. I'm all about nationalism on that extent. I know you hate nationalism, like you yeah. really hate it. But I think if you put yourself first, your country will do better. Yeah, put your family first. Everything else is going to do better. You know, uh, I think it's the same. It, to me, it's it goes off the same basic principle. You know, like you focus on yourself. The United States gets it's great as long as we're not just like using up everybody else. We get really great. We're gonna be able to make other people better. Yeah. All right. I'll end it on a positive note. Zach says, <laughs> if you wanna, if you go home and think about the things you're doing wrong in your life, think about the things that you're doing continuously that are screwing up your life, and then try and fix them. <laughs> Zach should clean his room first. Like, uh, like my constant drug use. <laughs> <laughs> this place, we were all over the place. But we I guess we should sign place. out, though. We should. We've got about 15 minutes to All right. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. Let's do it. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye. Please uh, like our social media. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Bye-bye now.